Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the very presence of God. God among the trees of the garden. Verse number 9. Then the Lord God called Adam and said to him, Where are you? Now, if the Bible is yours, I'll be very glad if you can underline the word, where are you? So let's stay here a bit and let's move. Now look at me, church. Where are you? Where are you? I, I can preach this message for three months and give revelations every blessed day. Adam, where art thou? Where are you? Ask somebody, where are you? And what's the answer they give you? <laughs> so once this I'm in church. I like that. <laughs> uh, say, where are you? Can I do Bible studies here? Before we begin a normal service. Somebody said, glory. Now church, listen to me attentively well. Before I began with the service, there was a deeper revelation I gave about this thing here. Well, I think I'll go a bit deeper and explain things to you. Now, please, please, you, you need this message. Try and get your phone recorders and record this aspect of the teachings. You need this well. Hear me well. Now, the average believer thinks that whenever you go through problems in life, the only thing that solves your pain is prayer. That is very true. Don't get me wrong. But before you get to think that prayer was created by God to answer your problems, it was first a mood of communication. So God did not create basically to answer your need. God created prayer so he could stay in touch with you. In heaven, what you call prayer is actually God's communication. Prayer was never created to be centered on needs and asking for things. If God constantly see the heart of a man asking for things and not asking for intimacy, you are a child. You can't have dominion in God's kingdom. Am I teaching here? Pay attention clearly. Well. It is not God's desire to see a man walk in testimony alone. A proof you have come into God's kingdom is the very glory of God that has come upon your life. Okay. Let me break it again for you. The Bible says when the disciples understood the mandate of the Father, which is Christ Jesus, they didn't come up with the name Christians. The Bible says when they went to Antwerp to preach God's word, the people saw the display of their character and called them believers. Said these are Christians. Now, the glory of God is the seal of the Father. Now, thank God we all know Chinese. 
And we know they eat garlic a lot, true or false. When you see a Chinese man without the man speaking to from China, something about his character tells you so. That is where God wants men to dwell. Whereby everything about you speaks of God and God alone. That is God's expectation of mankind. If creation can't attest of where you are coming from, it means you are lost. So before you begin to acknowledge God for the giving testimony and answered prayer, he wants to see the seal of the Father called glory. Because you can walk in manifestation and still be both in intimacy. You didn't get me. You can walk in power demonstration and will still not have any intimacy with the Father. Because the mercy of God ensures that somewhere, somehow, you walk in ranks you don't deserve in this kingdom. Because if you are to pay the price for what you want to have, age might become your problem. You don't get me. Ah, I'm not teaching here. Now, some of the things you are believing God for, they are bigger than your lifetime age. Because some of the things God must entrust in your care is bigger than your feelings. Okay, you didn't get me. Sometimes it may take God 40 years to trust you with something. I want you to know that God's thought of blessing the man is always in terms of legacy, not for you alone. He wants to ensure that a whole generation comes in honor to the God he has called you to be. <laughs> uh, Moses spent his first 40 years in the desert. Did you hear me? Desert means Egypt. Oh, true of us. Oh, true of us. Talk to me now. Am I right? Now, are you aware that even though the hand of the Lord came drastically over his life, even in the place of transformation and manifestation, God was still building intimacy with him? Oh, true of us. That is why the Bible says when God told Moses that I'm going to come forth like a solid rock, I expect you to stretch forth your rod. Don't hit me. The Bible says when Moses got pressured by the people and he now hates God, God says, how dare you? Because the realm Moses was in at that time was a God realm, not a human realm. Because at that time, no human species was permitted to see God's nakedness. The Bible says he saw the back of heaven until everything about him was light. Oh yeah. Sir, when you truly pray as a believer, or when you keep consistency in prayer, you will enter into place and the spirit in those territories bow down before you. Because you are not a human being because you have flesh. You are a human being because you live in God's presence. Please, you were not made from the dust of the sand. You were made from God's presence. Your very being is the breath of heaven. It's called Zoe. Oh, yeah. Now, am I teaching here? Oh, am I teaching here? So, if you want to appreciate God alone for the giving testimony, without a proof of God's presence, you are lost and missing. Because that thing you want in life, the enemy can give you times two. <laughs> the devil was bold enough to tell Jesus that I have the power to give you the kingdoms of the earth if you will only bow down before me. Uh, am I teaching you? So, God does not see the physical manifestation of the glory alone as his presence. Because you can be out of his way and still walk in that power. Am I teaching you? 
Am I teaching you? Now, when God wants to build bond with a man, he tells them what to do. A proof that God has come to stay with you is the thing he tells you to live by. When you are a man and you have no principles, you have no intimacy with the father. If anyone tells you, I can do whatever I want to do because the life is mine, you are dealing with a demon. Because truly speaking, the life of every believer must be built on consecration. Something about the principles of God must keep you in fear. Not because you are scared of God, but you are scared of losing God. Now look at me. When a man stands in the place of prayer, it is not just the words you speak that matters to God. Even the identity you possess as well. Because destiny is like a garment. So if you study the order God gave unto Moses, he told them that let the Levites dress in this manner in this way. When I say their garment, I can be at peace with them. Oh, am I teaching here? Look at me, everybody. Now look at me. Come here, Sarah. Kai. Am I teaching here? Now stand here. In the realms of the spirit, prosperity is an attack. <laughs> Did you hear me? In the realms of the spirit, fame is an attack. In the realms of the spirit, everything that should command honor to her comes in the form of a garment. When she begins to pray unto God, eh, every petition from her mouth must match whatever she's wearing. You don't get me. <laughs> you may think you are just speaking words, but if you begin to live with spirit about the earth, you know that whatever you are saying is in alignment with destiny. So, when God can't instruct a man on what to do, you have no destiny. When you pray, he has no altar in heaven. You are the living God. No we sing you are the living God. Let's sing. So some of you are here, you just think that, oh, the prophet made us to pray against things and then things began to happen in my life. Yes, that was God's act of mercy reached to you. But when it has to do with the father relating to you as a son and you related to him as a father, that bond is broken. All because the principles he told you to live by, you, you didn't leave them. So that thing that should give you honor in the skin, we can't find you. It is alignment to God's principles and obedience in destiny that makes us find a stature in God's kingdom. So I told you before that in this kingdom, God will not judge you by the height you have climbed, but the depth you have climbed. Because success is actually in its depth, not in exposure. So there are people physically, they look like they're very okay. God does not look for physical validation to entrust himself with blessing. No. 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 Something must be built spiritually. Why? By the very being he made Adam, you can possess everything as well. People don't know this. So somebody gets a car and he becomes proud. And God says, born fool. How does, a, how does a car make you feel proud? How come? There are people, they get married and become so proud. God says, born fool. Am I teaching a church? Because these are things that the enemy can give a man for free. You know, till date, we have Africans who are bragging of Europe. When even the person who was born in this country doesn't even have a house. 
I, I, I live in Europe. And they feel very okay. That, that is the language of children. You don't get me. Do you get me? That, that's the language of babies. If you speak that language with saints in heaven, they will leave you. Because you meet Apostle Paul in heaven. He's talking about how he wants us unto God's kingdom. You didn't get me. You, you are talking about your car. When Enoch is talking about how he lived holy. And holiness became a means of transportation for him to heaven. You don't get me. There are some people, death couldn't carry them. Because if death had carried their soul, even God would have judged the spirit of death. They were too pure for death to touch their lives. That is power in this kingdom. You don't get me, church. God is looking for people who say, Father, I want to live by your will and principles alone. I dare not live for my Myself, uh, my communicating church. God is looking for a generation. Lift your hands, everybody. I prophesy over your soul as God's prophet that after tonight, hey, let there be an outpour. Let there be a release. Let there be a sound of revival. Hey, I prophesy as God's prophet. Let there be a release over your destiny. Scream and say, Hear me, Lord. Hear me, Lord. Clap your hands together for Jesus. Am I teaching church? So many have lost that. Ah, please hear me clearly well. When you are chanced by God to hear God's voice and you choose not to obey God's voice, number one, you have insulted God's integrity. Because whenever God speaks, his very voice walks to you as a person. It is called ruach. Ruach means the moment of the spirit. Oh, yeah. You don't get me. <laughs> Destiny is not a destination. Destiny is a place in the spirit. You didn't get me. Destiny is not where you are going to. Destiny is where you are born to come from. If you think destiny is only centered on where you're going to, you miss it in life. Because life is already complete in Christ. Ah, yeah. He only expect time to save your advantage. Hey, hey, hey. He's called the Alpha and the Omega. If you were born to marry in the spirit, you are only married. I'm telling you. If you were born to have five children in the spirit, you already have five children. He only wants you to obey. So what he has said in time can find place upon the earth. Am I, I, I communicating? So when people choose not to obey God's voice, they are only delaying themselves from having intimacy with the father God is not about to do a miracle every miracle is done he only expects you to obey his voice so the miracle can come to you I pray for you may the spirit of obedience may the power of obedience may the grace to obey find you may the grace to obey find you my God, my God, my God my God So God looks at a bunch of believers who are praying in God's house and only sees few in alignment with destiny because many choose to compromise their faith with God. And God says, how dare you? When God says, where art thou? He's telling you that the place I created for you where you are meant to stay called destiny, I can't find you there. Life out of its best of experience 
can't tell you what is good because the flesh can't judge. Life in its best of experience can't tell you what is right. If that makes sense. Because the governing factor of every human soul is emotions. Emotions can never be true. You don't get me. Even if it feels right to do it because you own yourself, the end results will be bad. Emotions can't be true. So God says, live by divine descendant. Let the Holy Ghost take place in your life and heart. So he can order your steps and order your way. The, you know, the world is too dangerous to walk alone. You need God to be a companion. What is near? I hear people say that God can never give to somebody else what belongs to me. Please, let me confront your ignorance here. Nothing was created for you. Everything was created for the alignment of your destiny. So the kingdom of God can be experienced. You didn't hear me, church. What God wants others to see in you is him, not you. You have no place in him until he calls you forth. Don't get me. I am speaking as God's prophet. But it is God that he wants men to listen to. Not me. So if my heart is not purged, God cannot be experienced. Don't get me. You, you may see me speak to a person, but in the spirit, I'm speaking to spirits. You don't get me. I should come down some more. I think, I think the guy is still on fire. You get that? I'm not doing a youth conference here. So I, I, I can't start a revival here. If not, by the end we close the service, you will see shoes up there. Coat will be somewhere. Somebody say, glory to God. Glory to God. Clap your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Is your prophet a good teacher? Amen. Somebody say grace. grace. Am I making sense of church? I repeat. Someone says that God will never give what belongs to me to somebody else. Let me confront your ignorance. Nothing was created for you. Everything was created for the alignment of your destiny. Let me break it down for you. Because the end product should be God's glorification, not human glorification. Because whatever he gives you as a miracle must meet a need in God's kingdom. So when a lady is young, she thinks marriage is for pleasure. When she matures into age, God says marriage is for the advancement of the kingdom. Because a child must be born through you so the shoulders can, so the kingdom can be given on the shoulders. If that makes sense, please. You realize that at the end, it will bring somebody back to where they came from. Now, when Abraham missed that part by bringing forth Ishmael, even though covenant was upon Ishmael, God says, sack the guy out so there can be easy access for Isaac to enter into that house. You realize that no matter how far you go from the party created for you, you still come back to where it is. Because life must matter. Life must continue. If life does not find God, it cannot matter in kingdom. 
Hear this message. He says, Adam, where are you? He gave the guy instructions to live by. And the guy began to listen to his intuitions. And God says, how dare you? Are you aware that the fall of, of the devil took place before Adam was created? Oh, true or false? Never think that Adam, I mean, the enemy fell after Adam had fallen. The enemy had fallen way long ahead of time. So I told you that for all these years, for all these aeons, the devil was looking for something to hurt God. Now, I told you this before I began the service, that we said that God lives in heaven. But we know that in the beginning, God made the heavens and the earth. So where was God before God made the heavens and the earth? And I told you where God lived is called God. So God was both the house of God and God himself. Uh, so the very being that commands eminence and prominence in his kingdom, you might think it's God, is just God's presence. Just the light alone. So I told you that it was the bedding of God that he will find intimacy with creation. Now, there is a law that guides spirituality. Even though the sea was made by God, God couldn't have intimacy with the sea. The sea has no feelings. You don't get me. God wanted to have intimacy with the angels, but the angels were made as ministers of flames and fire. He can't speak with them. You, you don't get it. You know, there are things you can't say. There are things you can't do. There are things you can't structure. All because the people you want to do with, they are lesser than you. So God saw the need of bringing love into being. Because where he lived, love lived among himself and not outside him. So love compelled him to make man. The Bible says when spirits sat together to make man, God felt in love and said, Kai, this is me in flesh here. So God was placed in God and the God in the dust became mankind. So demons saw Adam and he said, ah, we have seen a prototype of God. So all this being we've been serving for ages, we've seen his prototype here called Adam. So the enemy said, Kai, let me do something to frustrate God because of him. Because the pain will be God and not him alone. So he says, why don't you eat of this fruit? Because God knows that you become as wise than him. Look at me, church. When you are going through life and your focus shifts through temptations in this kingdom, you begin to major in the minor and minor in the major. Did you hear me? Huh? This is why God has established the spirit of prophecy through visions. To give you an enable to see tomorrow. A man of tomorrow shouldn't die today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Am I communicating, church? So, you realize that Adam began to take pleasure in apples. Ah, and God says, why are you letting these things that praise you become your God? Now, Adam began to take pleasure in the sun. And God says, how dare you? Adam began to take pleasure in the sea and God said, how dare you? So a spirit that was operating as God didn't see he was God himself because he thought he had the flesh. And God says, no. The Bible says, the enemy deceived Adam and ate of the fruit. And God says, Kai, if I don't permit this spirit to leave me and go as human beings, whatever he does from today shall become an eternal law. If God had not stopped Adam from going further in his kingdom, sin would have become eternal law in God's kingdom. And that would have brought the enemy back to God again. 
Am I teaching here? Somebody say, where are you? Where are you? Huh? Whenever God gives any man instruction, the very moment you delay with that instruction in God's kingdom, eh, you are playing with time. And trust me, whatever you have, somebody in this kingdom has the same thing. And somewhere, somehow, just as the way the mercy of God chose you and brought you to the front, that grace can set you aside. Florence, come here. And then bring somebody into that same realm. Do you know why? Because the person may carry what you also have in your head as well. So God will say, since you carry the same alignment of destiny, let the person pray the same to grace. I'm telling you. So, I told you this. In this kingdom, your mistake is someone's entry. David was born as a king, but he was only a king in the jungle. And Saul was born as a king, but he lived in a palace. You didn't get me? Both of them was on search for an animal. Saul went to look for an animal. David was looking after an animal. You don't get it. <laughs> Saul was looking for his father's lost donkey. And David was a shepherd boy. They were all thinking of animals. When God saw their laugh, both of them showed for animals. God says, Kai, you can take up my kingdom. So whatever you think you have, eh, somebody has the same passion. You may brag. Did you hear me? You may be prideful. I've seen women pride themselves in beauty. And God says, Kai, in this kingdom, your beauty is not in stature, but in submission. Do you know why? Because there are two people that God will bless in this world. One would always defend herself with beauty. She's called Vashti. She will be taken out of the kingdom. And one would defend her beauty in prayer called submission. She's called Esther. Say, who are you? Am I teaching here? If I'm to tell you the kind of virtues you have lost in the spirit, you cry. Hey, there's no need for enjoyment until destiny has found fulfillment. Oh, yeah. Keep those. He said, Adam, where are you? And I told you, hey, you may pray because you have the urge to pray. But one thing that authorizes your prayer in heaven is the speed of obedience you orchestrated. If God tells you to stand up at three, stand up at three, there are people here, God was moved because he saw you pray every night. And the enemy said, ah, why don't I compel you to be sick and tired? So you say, it is better for me to sleep more at night and have strength to work in the day. You might think you are right for the flesh, but emotions have become your God. And God says, Kai. Because in this kingdom, if you're comfortable, you can't maximize in honor. So God says, become discomfort to walk in power. Now, that time where God wants you to stay in prayer, he will be purging your heart. He will be forcing you. But your flesh will become more active. And God says, Kai, I can't walk with this person again. When the Spirit of God now leaves you, that edge to pray will not come back again. You've lost that aura. It's called Rawak Elohim. Lost it. You've lost it. Say, where are you? I'm teaching you on the path of obedience. Hey, don't live a life whereby your mothers will tell you, don't be like me. Hey, 90% of the mothers you have are filled with regret. And they see their children going through the same thing they went through. Uh, patterns can't die. Do you hear me? Patterns will never die. 
Was this sermon recorded? Recorded. Auntie, please update for me. Okay? It's called Where Are You? I think I'll, I'll go and listen to this myself. Can you? This, uh, don't you see some children, eh? They are following the same thing that for their mothers and mothers. Now, that thing that says your advantage is not prayer alone. It's sensitivity to time. Because in that era, what you do would define how you should stay in this kingdom. I told you, you can rise up into this life because of the gift you have. But what will make you stay on top is the character you possess. I can tell you this. Many believers can't obey God's voice. Hey, I have seen many believers. Hey, they have thrown their wealth because of their inability to stay constant in time. Anytime the enemy wants to influence you over something that concerns giving, know that the enemy wants the earth to fight you. You were here when I told you that the pleasure of the earth does not belong to God. The pleasure of the earth belongs to the devil. You didn't hear me. You can sit down, please. Can somebody give me money here? Be fast. Somebody say amen. Am I teaching here? Talk to me. Am I teaching here? Wonderful. How I wish I had my white boy like in Germany. So I'll be joining now point. Somebody say glory. Now, hear me clearly well. This was something God created to give God honor. Did you hear me? But when Adam lost that power, wealth means nothing to God because wealth is God's name. He doesn't need to show power. He is power himself. This will honor God when God appears. Am I talking here? Now, I told you that everything had to reach structure to its cause because of sin. That should tell you the many seconds God had to use because man fell into iniquity. Okay. Now hear me, church. When the heaven came upon the earth, the earth was filled with darkness. The darkness God spoke of in Genesis has got nothing to do with light. Because at that time, his being emanated light. So everything of the earth was supposed to orchestrate God's power. But because there was no physical human being, light couldn't appear. So when God says darkness has filled the earth, he meant there is no physical human being that will possess light upon the earth. Uh-huh. I'm not teaching you. Now, the enemy took advantage over all the pillars and mountains in the earth that give us honor. So there are seven pillars in this kingdom. These were the pillars God created in the spirit in the life of Adam that will give Adam honor. One is called education. One is called politics. One is called music. I'm not teaching you. These are the pillars of humankind. Now, the enemy foresaw that, ah, if I don't infiltrate these pillars with sin and guilt, if mankind comes, he will change the order again. So, everything that concerns wealth and power, the enemy now had it. So, the enemy confronted Christ on the mountain that if you bow down before me, I will give you the power of the earth. So, whenever you work so hard, you might thank God that God has given you strength too, but the pleasure came from the enemy. Because dominion of the earth belongs to him. God has agreed to that. The only time total dominion of the earth will go back to God is when God comes again. If God has not come, everything that gives man honor in this earth without God is the devil's own. So you might think you work for eight hours, seven hours, six hours, three hours. In the spirit, it belongs to the enemy. He has become your God. Now look at me. When the enemy gives you something, take it. 
Stand up for me. Once he has given you this, somewhere, somehow, you belong to him. Did you hear me? Because one thing that has covered your spirit man came from him. The earth is his. I'm watching you. So God says, ah, the very moment you acknowledge the father you said up there in heaven, it becomes a point of call. It becomes access point. Because just as the way you have a guardian angel, there's a devourer that sees everybody's room. So God says, as you tie it onto God, the devourer can access you again. Because you fortified yourself spiritually with a man called Yahweh. Say, where are you? Church, never exchange the voice of God for anything. No matter how painful it is. What did I say? Never exchange God's voice for anything. My last statement, and I pray for you. Are you blessed you came today? Clap your hands, church. Somebody say glory. Before you define what you have as successful, make sure you ask God if you are walking the right path. Hey, the way human beings of our present days are walking about flourishing in things that would end them pain one day, say, Peter, they can't see. Hey. Should I say this? Father, help me. When you fall off God's plan, the enemy can bring you negative friends who encourage you to do what is good. You might think it's right for you because it feels right, but God says no. Hey, that is why any believer who can't stay consistently in God's presence, you can't hear God well. Because you, you might think whatever you're doing is right, and God says no. Now God told me this. He says that now you see him be honored in no time. He says... Time would close him like an envelope whereby he would disappear and it would look like he never existed. And I've seen many. I have seen people in life eh, that sprout out as though goes with them. And for some reason, pride became part of them. Before they realized, they thought they could still function well. But for some reason, something about life has forgotten about them. That is destiny. Eh? What God did not create in time cannot stay in time. Hey, did you hear me? Success is never physical. Success is spiritual. So he told them, when the physical man tells you to run, to get to the top, you wait because you will get there. <laughs> it's spiritual. It's spiritual. Lift up your hands. I pray for you. Lift your hands for me. May God guide your steps. You didn't hear me, church. May God govern your steps. Amen. May God guide your soul. Amen. May you not fall into traps. Amen. May you watch over your life. Amen. And preserve your destiny. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let us say amen. Amen. Thank you and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324 or email us at office at benjaminfodger.org. 
Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Fodjo. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Fodjo. And on website is www.benjaminfodjo.org. Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. The vision, the mission, the passion.